The Ammonites were one of several Semitic peoples inhabiting Canaan and contending with the Israelites. King Solomon's son Rehoboam had an Ammonite mother, which means that Jesus himself was descended from the Ammonites. They were not one of the tribes that Israel was supposed to eradicate in claiming the promised land. God commanded them to leave the Ammonites alone. God was not going to give Israel Ammon's land. It was theirs in God's eyes. He had given it to their forefather, Abraham's nephew, Lot. Everybody traces the Ammonites' descent through Lot's son, Ben-Ami. When Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, Lot escaped with his two daughters. His wife and their fiancés didn't make it. In the aftermath, Lot's daughters came up with a plan to rebuild their lives. Once for each of them, they got their father drunk, slept with him, got pregnant, and bore sons. Ben-Ami was the son of Lot's younger daughter. That makes Ben-Ami, the Ammonites, and to a certain extent, Jesus himself, children born of both rape and incest. Two things I find myself talking about way more than I want to, thanks to this podcast. You know how much I want to talk about rape and incest? None at all. But here we are. Here we are indeed. Have you been talking more about rape and incest than you'd like lately, too? Maybe, I don't know, because of anything in the news? Here we are. This is the world. Ben-Ami's name means the son of my people. His name practically celebrates the sins required for his conception. And if you've been talking about rape and incest lately, isn't it because of that? Isn't it because those sins can often result in conception? And isn't the debate regarding whether or not a conception that resulted from sins like rape or incest or both should be undone, terminated, aborted? And I want to point to the only things we know about Ben-Ami and turn them into arguments against artificially undoing conception, against terminating pregnancies even sinfully begun, against abortion. I want to say a whole race of people came from a baby whom people today would hold up as a prime candidate for a woman's right to choose a different path. I want to say that God gave orders to preserve his covenant with that race because even God works with the world as it is, as he works to return it to the way it's supposed to be. I want to say that the difference between a wanted and an unwanted pregnancy is just that. It's just the wanting of it. It's just a decision a parent makes about whether or not to see the baby as a person and therefore of value. And I want to say that Lot's daughter's sinful way of rebuilding their lives was sanctified by the eventual and thankfully inevitable birth of their Savior and ours too. I've been unable to write this devotion so far, because that's what I've wanted to say. But I can't. And here's why. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
that the Ammonites descended from Ben-Ami. It doesn't matter that God had made promises to Lot that he kept. It doesn't matter that Lot's daughters wanted children. It doesn't even matter that Jesus descended directly from Ben-Ami. All of that is a smokescreen, a red herring, an emotional appeal to seeing a life as valuable because of something you cannot know at the time the choice gets presented. Abortion, incest, and rape are not wrong because of the potential good that may come from us not sinning in those ways. They are wrong because they offend God. They offend God because he loves people, and people are only ever hurt by sin. He doesn't want that. We're not supposed to either. God works with the world as it is, as he works to return it to the way it's supposed to be. Being on his side is not about what people you come from, what sins offend you, any of that. It's about working with the world as it is, as we hope for the way it's supposed to be, the way it's going to be, eventually, inevitably, because of Jesus. So I'll talk about rape and incest as much as I need to, much as I don't want to, because that's the way the world is. But I can only do that because I know how it's supposed to be, how it's going to be, when Jesus returns. That Jesus will return. He is all that gives life value. He is all that gives anyone any real hope. Jesus, the Son of my people, born from and to and for sinners, is all that matters. You and I are dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a pastor at Bethel Lutheran Church in Menasha, Wisconsin, member of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shewi, who is like a lion coming up from Jordan's thickets to a rich pasture land. Keep in touch. Reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod or send an email to dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Or you could write us a review, recommend a episode to somebody else. That's the only way other people find out about the show. Now go, do what God called you to do, be who God made you to be, see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son. <laughs>